Testing, one, two, testing. <laughs> um, hello, friends. Welcome to Tea and Tarot, the podcast. I'm your host, host, I'm your host, I'm your host, Kate the Brave, and it has been a while. Last time you heard from me, this podcast was taking a whole new direction. Um, we were changing the name to Brave Babes Inc. Jordan was leaving the podcast to pursue her career in being a badass band director. Well, I like pursue it because she is already living it, but you know, to live it more. <laughs> and yeah, and then I just dove off the deep end. I took a fool's journey, if you will. Um, but we're back. And we're going back to our original name for now. I do see the name changing. I just don't know how or where or when or why. <laughs> and that's kind of has been the theme for the summer, you know? It's like ugh, all these big changes coming, all of these activations that came in spring. And now it's almost like summer is just laying down the foundation to really bring those dreams that were realized into fruition. And that's what I've been having to do. It's just going into my tower moment and uh, officially undoing some things, healing, growing, shadow work. So yeah, I appreciate everybody's patience with me. Um, I'm constantly evolving. Patreon right now is going through a huge transition. Just everything about me is transitional right now. <laughs> and I kept trying to come back to this podcast. I can't tell you how many times I've actually sat down to record only to make it as far as here, the introduction. And then I just sit staring at myself in the camera. But we finally have a ping on what we need to talk about, and that is fire magic. So if you want to continue to stick with me through all this mess, through all this growing, you're welcome to it. We're here to grow. We're here to learn, to evolve, and to share any channeled messages that come along the way. So pull up a seat. I'm going to get some tea brewing and let's get this party started. Let's, it's official. We're back, baby. We're back. Welcome back. <laughs> let's get into candle magic. Okay. What is candle magic? What is fire magic? Candle magic. That is taking candles um, and fire and you're adding them into your everyday practice this it creates a boost in energy. Think about the um, attributes of fire. It's passion. It's fury. It's lust. It's action. It's red. It's also bright orange. It's um, blinding. It's there's so many strong words behind this element and so when you add this element into your practice you're going to reap the rewards of those strong 
benefits. You're going to make your manifestations come faster. You're going to cut those cords from the people who are bleh. And it's just beautiful. I love adding fire into magic. Um, and we have in human history forever. There's actually a Greek myth. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's pretty well known. Um, where Prometheus stole fire from the gods and gave it to the humans. It's said that it's only because of this. It's only because Prometheus stole fire and gave it to the humans that we were able to become powerful and advance and grow. Fire stimulated human development. And I think that's a really good I like it. It's a good myth because fire is a stimulant. Fire is a catalyst. It's power and destruction all in one. A few different ways that you can use this in your practice. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is cord cutting. Um, cord cutting is where you take two different candles. One is supposed to represent you. The other represents this energetic entity that you're trying to cut yourself away from. These are commonly seen for like ex relationships or in love matters, but I really think it does a disservice to what cord cuttings can really offer. Um, not everything is about our relationships and our need for acceptance from other people. Sometimes we need to let go of our own bad habits, or sometimes we need to let go of a job that is just not benefiting us anymore. And it's time to move forward into something new. And it just sometimes we can use it to embark on new journeys and let go of old journeys. Really, you can use this for whatever energetic entity you want to, whether it's with yourself, with others, with relationships, with businesses, with money. I mean, there's, or, or not money, but like your ideas around money. You can use cord cuttings in this way. You just simply set that intention. So this candle is going to represent me. This candle is going to represent whatever this energy is. Then you could take like a toothpick if you wanted to. And you can carve into your candle the names of what you're letting go of or symbols that represent that to you. The beautiful thing about magic is that it's all your own personalized preferences. It shouldn't, it actually shouldn't be cookie, cookie I can't even say it. <laughs> it actually shouldn't be cookie cutter. It should all be completely personalized because the art of magic is really just the art of working with energy and we all have uniquely beautiful energy so take this cord cutting ritual and spin it make it your own create it your own use whatever color comes to mind for you carve into it whatever symbols feel good to you or no symbols I don't carve into my candles um or also you can dress your candles so you could rub it with like a protection oil and then have um 
rose or sage or or whatever herbs call to you you can dress your candles in that way you can surround them in salt there's so many different ways to perform this but the basics of a cord cutting is when you have the two candles and then you take twine and you wrap right around the two candles you light the wicks and you allow that fire to officially cut and release that cord it's beautiful. It's a beautiful ceremony. It can lead to feeling a lot of emotions. So I would highly, highly suggest um, scheduling your cord cutting ceremony around a time where you can really give to yourself um, afterwards. Maybe have a journal nearby to write about the things that are coming through. Um, you know, what's cool is you could write you could write about what's coming through and how you're feeling and you could even burn that later with like say lighting just one big white candle for soothing and ease afterwards that would that might feel really good another um fire magic that we can do okay so this is one of my favorites it is called fire gazing or um, as the Sanskrit call it I don't know if I'm saying this right Trataka Trataka I want to say Trataka um, this is a form of meditation and it is so beautiful so it's believed that if we gaze into fire it a improves our cognitive functions and it also stimulates the brain to grow and develop and access like new parts like it's really interesting um in the art of fire gazing really allows your soul to just kind of sit in a quiet and still trance it's calming it's soothing it's 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 what you imagine meditation to be whenever you try to like imagine the ideal meditation for me it 100% comes from fire gazing so here's how we do it when you're fire gazing you want to set up your space align your space you hear it all the time on my patreon you hear it all the time in my workshops align your space you want to make sure your space feels good that there's not a lot of clutter that um it maybe smells good or that i don't know just something that feels good to you that doesn't mean it has to be perfect okay like it just it doesn't have to be perfect it just has to feel good so align your space Drink some water, drink some water, loosen up your body. Then you're going to create a nice atmosphere of a dimly lit room with a candle burning that is like eye level, okay? You're going to sit in a comfortable position. You're going to dive into that meditative space and you're going to softly gaze upon the flame in front of you. Try not to blink. <sighs> and then you just sit there and you can sit in this meditative space or 
we can take it steps further into divination or scrying. Scrying and divination are two different ways to look at the flames. When you're scrying, you're looking into the flames and you're looking for images. Whenever I scry, um, what it does for me is it creates this connection and I can feel it. It's like directly linked with this fire or I do it with a mirror sometimes. And within that connection, that's when I start receiving these images, but they're coming through in my mind's eye. So I'm seeing them as a movie or as a picture and I'm not necessarily like seeing the picture in the flame I'm seeing it in my mind's eye through this flame connection that is not to speak for everybody some people see it within the flame some people hear it smell it I mean it's gonna come through in whatever way your abilities work um that is the art of scrying. You can use this to connect with spirits. You can use this to connect with self, um, your guides. The other thing you can do is divination. Divination is different than scrying. With divination, you're looking to see how the flame is burning, how it's moving. Um, is it in the shape of a witch's hat? Is it leaning more to the left side? Is it leaning more to the right side? Is it burning the glass in the north, south, east, or west? Um, this is forms of divination. Within this, you can ask questions like you would ask a tarot reader. Um, is this the right decision for me? And then you look and you see what the flame does. Um... I'm trying to think of other questions that you can ask, but I can't. I can think of yes or no questions, but also if you're just, I don't know, just pay attention to how the candle's burning. It means different things to go different ways. I mean, I can't compare it more to tarot. It really is like tarot. You know, there's a basics of what the symbols mean, but then at the end of the day, you're really taking your intuition behind that and you're getting the answers that make sense for you. But you're looking at how the flame is burning. You're not looking into the flame for the connection. Okay, so I feel like one would feel like you're connecting to the fire and the other one would feel like you're connecting to spirit. That's how it feels for me. What else? Nothing else about that. Oh, yes, actually, um, always practice fire safety. Make sure your fire is in a non-flammable zone. Have a big-ass cup of water next to you in case you need to fight fires. Like, really, please, please, please be safe one time. Ugh, I even hate to share this story. So one time I had a candle burning on our kitchen table. And it was in what I thought was a fireproof glass. I think it might have even been the glass that the candle came with, actually. Well, I happened to look over there, and man, was that flame, woo, it was going crazy. And guess what? As soon as I went to go blow it out, the freaking glass exploded. And my daughter... Thank God she, was it my daughter? 
one of my children was there with me and thank God they were not standing like close. And I was like, get away from the table before anything happened. But that was so scary. And I would hate for something scary to happen to you. So please practice fire safety. Um, I also would not suggest doing fire gazing under a substance, under the influence of a substance, especially if it's a relaxing one, because don't fall asleep while you're doing this. I just, I cannot stress the importance of fire safety more to you. So please be safe. Please be safe and be safe energetically too. Like set your boundaries, set your boundaries. We don't want a monster coming through. We don't want anybody taking advantage of how open you are as you're in this connection because you're pretty much like boom, direct channeling with that fire. So you definitely want to set your boundaries. You definitely want to have a safe space. You definitely want to have a clear space. Key, key, key. Important. Exclamation mark. <laughs> So yeah, those are some of the fire rituals that you that I use. Um, I a few things I would also like to mention before concluding this episode is that if you're using candles and you're doing candle work, that's like a whole other field of fire magic. You can drip candle wax. Or I saw this person on TikTok. It is the coolest thing, and I really want to. I really want to do it. I want to practice. But she does wax readings. And in her wax in her wax reading, she'll also tell you what deities are coming through, which is also really cool. But basically what it is is she has like a clear glass of water and then she lights her candle and then she drips the wax into the water and then she watches to see what shapes that wax makes. And that's how she gets her intuitive information. And I just think that is so cool. Candle magic can, oh my gosh, you can pick certain colors for candles. Purple would represent um, psychic abilities, third eye chakra, um, could also represent the crown chakra, astral projecting. I feel like working with the planets is really good with purple too, especially like that deep, dark purple. Um, blue, throat chakra, communication, healing, angel connection. You can look up the different colors and what they mean and also develop your own practice for what they mean to you. Like if I'm going to use a green candle, depending on the shade of green is going to to show you what I'm using it for. So if I have like a seafoam green like light green color chances are I'm using that for heart chakra work but if I have like that deep dark green that's going to be more for like money manifestations and things like that and again it's just like with cutting your cords like you can dress your candles with herbs or oils or or anything that really calls to you just please practice safety um and yeah if you're part of my patreon I'm actually going to be sharing um, a money-making ritual for you all later this week. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And yeah, I don't have anything else.
So thank you guys for listening to this podcast. We are going to wrap it up here. I'm going to continue growing. Who knows when the next episode will come out. I appreciate you just listening to this one. If you want to get in touch with me on a regular basis, you can find me on my Instagram. It's at Kate period the period brave. Or you can join my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Kate underscore the brave. Either way, I'm happy to have you as part of the family. And I can't wait to talk soon. Bye.